Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. This is episode 24, Cognitive Dissonance, to drink or not to drink. What's up? How are you guys? Things are going great here. I'm getting ready to go to Indiana to see my family. Me and my three kids are flying (laughs) for the first time all together to Chicago. And um, I'm super excited about it. So I'm working ahead and recording my podcast a couple weeks early on the weekend so that we can go and enjoy our time with my family there. And I'm thinking about all of you guys and what are your biggest struggles when it comes to stop over drinking? Like what is it that you need to know that will move you forward in your goals to stop over drinking? And it was really interesting because I was speaking to this amazingly brave woman the other day on the phone and she wanted help with her relationship with alcohol. And I asked her if she wanted to drink when she got home from a social event that she was planning to attend that night. Now, let me just tell you, she got on the call with me that day because she was interested in more information on how she could cut back. She wanted specifics on how to manage and allow her urges versus the white knuckling or avoiding them. So when I asked her this question, she said, yeah, I want to drink after I get home from going out with my friends. But that's not what she really wanted. She got on the call with me because she wanted to cut back. She wanted to reduce her overwhelming desire to drink. She wanted to lose the extra weight she'd been carrying from drinking too much. She wanted to feel healthier. She wanted to wake up without hangovers. And she told me all the things she actually wanted when we started talking. But then when I asked her if she wanted to drink when she got home from going out, she said yes. Really? I asked her, do you really want to drink more after you've already been out and had a couple drinks? I said, because you just told me you wanted to cut back and reduce your desire and stop being obsessed with how much you are drinking all the time. And that you didn't want hangovers anymore and you wanted to learn how to allow your urges to reduce your desire. And she said, yeah, I actually don't want to drink when I get home. You're right. See, what happened is that when she scheduled the call with me, the part of her that wanted to change, that understands that cutting back or taking a break was a good idea, the part of her that is sick of being hungover and frustrated and disappointed, told her to schedule that call. But then we started planning and visualizing what she wanted in the moment. Her primitive part of her brain kicked in and her desire for the drinks almost overran her initial goals to cut back. And this was so interesting for her to discover. Yes, you want to cut back, right? There's a part of you that wants to be that person who only has a glass of wine and isn't thinking about it all the time. But right now, you aren't that person. You're someone that thinks about drinking a lot, who has to plan, manage your urges, work on your thoughts, all of it. Or you're just constantly beating yourself up about how much you drank the night before. Or you're telling yourself you won't drink and you're avoiding social situations. There is cognitive dissonance going on. You have two conflicting thought patterns. You want to cut back, but then you also don't, right? You have a desire to drink and you have a desire to cut back. This is what is most frustrating for people. The part that is really frustrating is when you are trying to cut back and you want to take a break and you have good intentions and then you get into a situation where you said you weren't going to drink and then you drink. 
the part of you that actually doesn't want to drink loses all the fucking time. And then you feel horrible and wonder why you can't stick to your plans. Okay, are you listening? Are you writing this down? (laughs) The reason this keeps happening is that you haven't developed the skill of managing the part of your brain that has been used to getting its way for years. That's that primitive part of your brain that is very powerful in the moment. It delivers you a thousand thoughts and urges and emotions to get you to take action, to get you to drink. And it can easily outspeak the part of you that wants to cut back, the part of you that has goals and plans and is the real you. It's very good at getting its way. It's like a toddler who has a temper tantrum. It winds up and just gets louder and louder and louder and has a full fit until you give in to it. Then it settles down almost instantly, right? After you drink. And then it gets stronger, right? You give it strength and you give in again and that toddler brain builds more strength. And now here we are. (laughs) We're somebody that overdrinks. But guess what? Just like a parent who is ultimately in charge of the toddler, you can manage that primitive part of your brain. You can set boundaries. You can let it have a full-blown tantrum. It will tell you to screw it, to just have a drink. Who cares? It doesn't matter. One drink won't hurt. You suck. (laughs) You can't do this. This is too hard. You can start tomorrow, right? Like all those thoughts that we have in those moments. But you, the real you, still doesn't have to do anything. You don't have to drink. You can allow that toddler in your brain to have a fit. You actually want to allow some space for it to be upset, to scream, and to feel bad. You do this by becoming the mother or the observer of your brain. You say, okay, here we are. I knew that my brain was would be thinking this right now because it has before, right? I knew it would be having a fit right now, and it's okay. You can tell yourself, I'm going to let you have that fit. And then I'm not going to reward you with a drink. You can say, I'm going to be curious and listen to what you have to say. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to avoid you. And I'm not going to try to quiet you. And then you decide, I'm going to let you, to, I'm going to let you wear yourself out with your thoughts and your feelings right now. And then you take a deep breath and you just allow all of those thoughts and feelings to be present. And you relax into them and you accept them and you just be with them. So getting back to what you really want, you really want to be free from those little fits, right? You don't want all the chatter, the urges, the giving in, the regret, the hangovers, the shame. You just have to remind yourself what it is that you want most of all. For 100% of my clients, it's freedom. It's to be able to take it or leave it without one stitch of drama or overthinking it. To not have the overwhelming desire to have more than a glass or two of wine. If you want that, you have to be willing to allow your toddler brain to have a fit and not reward its behavior with a glass of wine or a cocktail. This is exactly what you want to be doing as the person who doesn't overdrink. You want to anticipate these thoughts and feelings before your event or your situation where there is going to be alcohol. Is that situation on the drive home from work? Is it before happy hour on a Thursday? Is it before Friday night and going out to dinner with your partner? Is it on a Sunday afternoon when you typically go to brunch or day drink? You know the times you drink. You have to be willing to anticipate that your brain is going to be having a fit when you had planned to not to drink. You want to have your goals in mind and the picture of the person who doesn't overdrink right there with you 
before these situations. That person actually doesn't want to overdrink. They want to learn how to allow their urges. They want to not give into their toddler brain having a fit. What do you want your result to be at the end of that time? To not drink? To have one drink? What do you really want? Ask yourself that question when you are in the throes of the urge. Ask yourself a second time. What does the real me want? And remind yourself that the real human evolved you wants to not overdrink. Engage that part of your brain that is the mother, the most powerful thing on the planet. If you want my help to navigate all of this, I have an amazing eight-week program that will take you from having this over-desire to drink to reducing your desire so that you are able to only have one or completely take a break. There is no other private one-on-one coaching program like mine available from someone who has been there and is now trained to coach specifically on overdrinking. Don't wait. Don't be scared to take the next step and schedule the free 30-minute consultation with me. If you want fast results and you want to undo years of overdrinking in a short amount of time, sign up for my free 30-minute consultation. There's no obligations. It's just you and me talking about where you are and where you want to go. And I can quickly uncover your obstacles and give you immediate help. So the link to schedule that 30-minute call with me is in the show notes of the podcast. I love you all. Understand that you have two different trains of thoughts going on, that you're experiencing some cognitive dissonance, and it's nothing that you can't manage. You just have to learn the skill, the meta skill of managing that primitive part of your brain, and that's exactly what I can help you with. I love you. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.